Are you a natural born leader? Do you have a passion to serve? Do you want to foster change in your community? Then consider joining the SNMA Board of Directors. Learn more about the roles and responsibilities of the national board positions at snma.org slash page slash elections committee. Applications are due January 30th, 2022 at 11.59 p.m. If you have any questions about the application process, email elections at snma.org. Now, let's start the show. What's poppin' everybody? Welcome to SNMA Presents The Lounge. Whether you're in the student lounge, doctor's lounge, or lounging around at home, get ready to join SNMA for meaningful conversations on topics affecting minorities in medicine and groups that often sit at the margins of healthcare. But before we get into it, no, we got to give a special shout out to student Dr. Erica Unfortunately, she couldn't be with us here today. You know, shout out to the queen, our matriarch, shout the woman you, that bears love to us. <laughs> but she'll be back on the next episode and we'll see her soon. But we love you, girl, and we hope to see you soon. All right. Love you, girl. <laughs> but I'm student Dr. Alduin and fitting in with the end of the year vibes. You know, 2022 was upon us pulling up yeah. like we got a little icebreaker, you know, like it's been a very special year and you'll see we got, we got many events that we're going to rehash and recap, you know, some special moments, some tragic moments, some moments that are near and dear to us. But the question the icebreaker I have today um, is what is your favorite personal memory from 2021? And I'll go first and I'm, I'm going to have to say the versus battle with D block, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> the locks versus Jim Jones and Dipset. how they just murdered them and Jada just straight. <laughs> Fire, killed him off of a freestyle. Like that was for me, you know, when I was growing up in the Bronx c- coming up, like those are the two factions that I always listened to when I was going to school, when I was like outside on the block playing ball, like that was like Dipset and the locks were like representations of what it meant to be out of the hood. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And although the music, granted, not necessarily the most positively provoking music, it is music that has ushered and inspired many of a generation to come into music and many of a generation to accomplish their goals. And they've been very successful at what they do in many arenas. And so for me, just seeing them get up on stage and really, I'm really in tune with D block and see them just drop them, you know what I'm saying? Drop the mic on them. Uh, it was right. like the most beautiful thing to like behold. How about you though, Erica? Like what, what's been like your favorite moment for 2021? Oh, well, Erica's not here. So I mean, Isabella. (laughs) (laughs) My bad. See, See, I miss her. That's why I'm sorry. She has such a big presence on the show. Like, I mean, it's natural for Erica to go next. Right? Like, that's our flow. That's what we do. So it's all good. But uh, hey, guys, it's student Dr. Isabella. I definitely all deny agree. Like, versus, I love the whole versus thing. My favorite one was actually uh, the Bow Wow Soldier one. That was hilarious. That was was hilarious. I was like, what are you, (laughs) like? But, like soldier knew he did not have like Bow Wow actually had hits <laughs> like Bow right. Wow had hits but you know it, it was cute soldier did his little whatever and it was nice but um for me personally my favorite memory from 2021 would definitely have to be uh like this past summer where I did my internship in uh, Los Angeles that was just a great time and like 
given everything that's been happening now with like uh covid like and these surges that are occurring and like things getting locked down again like i'm glad i gave myself the chance to like just move, like get out from the east coast just be in a different environment for like a, a good part of my summer and just like it was just great energy like i was just enjoying like the sun the beaches like the Thanks relaxation and just everybody just like really like it was it was work but it wasn't work that was stressful i enjoyed doing what i was doing and i just really loved the fact that i got to like go and explore like outside of my usual comfort zone so that was like a great memory for me for 2021 for sure facts i mean you you know like being able to go to the west side too i was there like for two months out of the year doing my way rotation in trauma psych and neurology at ucla and uh stanford and yeah west coast la is definitely a vibe you know i got to meet with our ep skenda while out there so shout out to skenda <laughs> you know what i mean we had a good time and this is just a great way you know snma allows us to just connect in many different ways but you know speaking to you know, i'm proud of you you know being able to travel and experience something oh, different at such an early stage in your life in, in regards to your professional career you know what i mean thanks aldi so, appreciate it <laughs> yeah no doubt Moving on to the recap of 2021. This is our run the list. It's a little short segmented version of what we got going on usually, but we just going to rehash some of the most important topics and themes that have happened over this last year, starting with the January 6th insurrection, you know, yep. which was disastrous, which antagonized the patriotism that we found in our country. Mm-hmm. Countless mobsters went and decidedly wanted to uh, threaten and, uh, you know, be engaged in such malicious acts against our Congress people. And imagine like, imagine like we talked about this earlier in the year, but imagine if it was us, you know what I mean by us, if exactly. it was us doing that, you feel me? Like we had people literally in congressmen offices, like looking at personal documents, like security information that mm-hmm. could threaten our country and our nation's stability. As we know, it. we had people you know what I'm saying? Sitting on desks, having folding the legs on the desk. Yeah. The man with the Viking <laughs> drink, like that was walking around, <laughs> parading around. And unfortunately, we had some people, unfortunately, die. Remember, we had one uh, individual who was in, the, uh, I believe, in the army or some military service right. that was there that got ended up getting shot. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, we saw a whole spectrum of disastrous things going on. But this was naturally, as you mentioned, incited by Trump and everything that he got going on like literally these people waited their whole lives for this like is, isn't that crazy like <laughs> yo, what's going on there their peak of their like i don't know like the the support or like not even their support but like the peak of protest that they've ever wanted to reach in terms of being a trump supporter is probably mm-hmm. this action that they did which was literally tearing down a whole capitol house like i just want to understand like why situations like this just they never get blown out of proportion when mm-hmm. they just happen to be white. And like, you you can't even imagine as a black person even doing some nonsense like this. Cause you know, that's your, that's your body possibly on the ground, mm-hmm. maybe even dead, depending on, you know, what we know about, uh, things that have happened in the past when black people have protested we can talk about what happens in like birmingham alabama when mlk did his thing or what happened when the black panthers ever tried to hold some type of uh, a gathering of you know like mm-hmm. trying to protest injustice we can't we don't have the liberty to just be jumping up and waving flags <laughs> and tearing down monuments because right. just because we're americans you know we can't just do that and and everything's gonna be fine um and so i think that this is just like i said another another um revelation of what the differences are in our country when it comes to who can protest in whichever fashion they deem you know necessary and who can't because 
when uh, there was protesting for George Floyd, there were all sorts of critiques as to how that was going on versus with this insurrection, we barely heard any type of like, oh, what they did was this, that, and the third. Like, you know, like it right. it never got blown out of proportion. And so I think it's just really unfortunate that this was even a thing because it really, it really speaks to, you know, our country and the way that we move when it comes to white supremacy and all of these other, you know, uh, uh, historical injustices. Yeah, 100%. But, but yeah, but then that's one thing that happened in 2021 and we're still going through other nonsense too, right? We're going through <laughs> COVID. Like right. that's a whole nother like burden to share in itself. And thank God, like, thank God we had these vaccinations ready um, to be distributed widely. Um, I think it began, yeah, mostly during like early 2021 was when vaccines really started getting pushed out and people started mm-hmm. getting vaccinated. And so that was great. Um, you know, a lot of health professionals got vaccinated. A lot of immunocompromised people got vaccinated. A lot of, you know, ethnic minorities got vaccinated. And I think it's just great that um, that that was able to be done. Um, mm. And I, I know just one significant statistic on it was just that there was definitely racial disparities that existed um, with the vaccination rates, with uh, black Americans being vaccinated at rates two to three times below white Americans pretty sure that has to do of course with our medical mistrust that exists within you know the black Mm. community when you have tuskegee when you have henrietta Lacks, when you have all Mm. this other nonsense you have to push it a little bit harder right but i think Mm. that overall it was just still good um i think we got a lot of people vaccinated that we didn't even think we could reach and so i think it was still successful yeah i think you know even for me like i've had four or five people that i've known uh that personally reached out to me and was like bro could you put me on with what's going on with the vaccine like right. i'm very hesitant like i'm scared apprehensive like should i take it should i not what's the benefit and what's the pros and cons and i think you know giving people the opportunity to be aware and educated and informed about what the vaccine is what is makeup how it mm-hmm. can protect them is just as cru- crucial and critical as mm-hmm. it is for them, a person to make their independent choice. And I believe in autonomy. I do right. want everybody to be vaccine, uh, vaccinated, excuse me. But at the same time, I do want everybody to have the opportunity to say, hey, look, this is not for me or this is for me. You know what I mean? And promote right. self-awareness and self-education. And so unfortunately, you know, seeing, you know, that's, you know, we're two to three times below white Americans. It is, um, you know, a travesty. Um, I, I was looking at an article that I was talking about in certain areas around the world they found that areas that were uh, more developed more developed countries they had higher rates of vaccination so there was a wealth disparity of mm-hmm. uh, associated and affiliated with also vaccine disparities you know? right they found that in well-developed nations on average there were 52 percent of people that were vaccinated versus mm. you know developing countries it was on average about 13 14 percent Right. So you could see that in itself can even translate within America, not saying those statistics are right. specific, but it probably would be somewhat similar as we find a lot of, you know, uh, a lot of us in urban underserved areas, you know, that don't have enough financial resources, you know. So I yeah. think that is just also another issue on top of the medical mistrust and the medical misinformation and people just relying on anecdotal evidence. You know what I mean? That's so true. Yeah. I think that's an important point that you made, like the overlap between economics and race, right? Cause sometimes mm. it's not just the fact that the person's black, but it's like, right. like how much did they even see a primary care physician or how much mm-hmm. did they even like know about these are like the importances of getting vaccinated or not getting vaccinated. I think that like those do overlap a lot of the time. So I think that's mm. an important note to make, like how, like, like, which communities are we even really advocating this to? Is it just the ones that we know are well to do and who like right. who who can understand the importance of getting vaccinated, or just the ones that 
you know, like, or are we ignoring like internal? So ignoring those who actually probably need it more because they're right. putting their lives more at risk, right? Those are probably the blue collar workers mm-hmm. who are working as janitorial staff, working as cafeteria staff. They're putting their lives at the risk every day, you know? That's so I fact. think, I think that is an important uh, point to make. Um, but yeah, like, thank God that the vaccines came out, that this was able to be implemented and that we hopefully are going to move forward with this whole COVID surge into a more positive direction. If we have this added on protection that people won't have to be, you know, in ICUs have to be ventilated, all of these things. Cause I think Mm. that was the main point of the vaccines was like, if you even get COVID at least don't die from COVID. And so Mm. I'm hoping that that will really like provide the barrier that we really hoped for. Um, But yeah, like in a, in addition to, you know, the COVID vaccines, um, we also have to talk about, you know, go back to what was going on in D.C. because we know that when Joe Biden uh, came in I and mean, we know that the insurrection happened because Joe uh, because Joe Biden won. Right. Like they couldn't right. handle it. Right. Uh, Kam- Kamala Harris came in, too. And, and that right. was great because this was like a, our first black woman VP uh, was man. sworn in like she was this like it was just a great feat to know that not only was she the first woman, but also the first black woman to mm-hmm. hold a position like this. And so she was sworn in and she was also um the first black woman to assume presidential duties when That's biden so was under anesthesia for routine right. colonoscopy so she was right. like basically having to play president when right. biden couldn't even you know when he wasn't even of good health so i think that's like such right. an important feat as well right i think that was a special moment you know and she t- you know i recently watched an interview with her um with charlemagne and uh she talked about how one of the most important things for her during her tenure so far as vice president was hearing stories from other people, other parents saying their daughter look looks, they look at Kamala Harris and are like, right. that's who I want to be. That's someone that I can achieve right. that, to be in that position to accomplish like she she has. And I think it's incredibly important for us to acknowledge like that she's faced numerous barriers, you know what I'm saying? And shout out to her, you know, went to Howard and did her thing out yeah. there. But uh, <laughs> you know, you connect, that's Thank your plug you. right there. They, there you. you go. There you go. There she <laughs> But but at the end of the day, like just the her story in itself, it's no matter what how people feel about our current president and vice president, they can't we, we we have to acknowledge like the truth is in the pudding that she is in a special position in a special right. place and that she's ushering in the next generation of you know wonderfully competent black women to yep. be in numerous arenas of political office business physicianhood you know what i mean I, right. I talk to many people and they like oh that's so dope you know what i mean how she's representing and i even like like she got a like a spin like a certain like like flavor to her. like because yeah. when i watched the interview with what's his name like she like she brought out like that black side like because yes. he was trying to push on her right. in regards to certain certain individuals in the democratic party and it's like yo you will not you will not try to play me right At here all. like even during the debates she would she would show like her confidence right. like when she right. had to debate Woo! i think with pence she was like right. don't interrupt me and oh. that's when i knew Woo! that's what i knew like yes I was, that's i was it. like god bless black woman that right i was like this is that is a strong black woman you right. know what i mean right. and she fierce you know beyonce fierce type you know what i mean mm-hmm. no. <laughs> so i really like appreciated that and i love that she's bringing like like that spiciness to the office which has never you know we've never seen this before right you know I mean? this different level of right. you know uh, accomplishment so it's uh it's definitely amazing right yeah and then like you know it's 
it, we have such we had such like great things happening in 2021 with like right. the vaccines being pushed out kamala harris taking office but then you know it's still this like it's it's so disappointing because it's like as you have like black progress you still have white demise and Facts. those two just kind of coexist like in a way that we it, it can never not happen at the same time because when when one black person's like being raised up there's a white person who's trying to bring us back to a level that's just like you know back to a, yep. a level of like let's go back to slavery if you want to you know be that extreme right. with it um right. but the kyle rittenhouse trial to me was very disappointing um, very it's just very disappointing because you have here this i don't even know how old this guy was i think he was like 17 17 like not even a a legal adult who right. somehow had access to a rifle can't make it up like you really can't that's right. my first that was my first like why do you okay, have a rifle like at like, 17 what are you doing <laughs> like you're Bruh. 17 you have a rifle and then you're a part of some kind of i don't even know what they called that group that the uh like neighborhood watch or whatever the heck they were talking the, about the useless group that's what yeah, it is <laughs> like, whatever whatever right. role they claim to have that, that right. day that night right. or whatever like that he was a seven like i don't i in no life will i have my 17 year old child carrying a rifle nope. and joining some type of group no of people who's supposed to be control who's supposed to be protecting uh the the neighborhood that makes no sense to me like you are 17 go apply for colleges go right. home go to go to your football or basketball like practice right. like what are you doing outside with grown folk like that's my right. first thing so when i heard about that and then now hearing that he not only was a part of it but then he actually fired the rifle and killed multiple Two. human beings mm -hmm. Like because of I think what was uh the, what was happening again during it was like a like protest right it was protest and they right. were, uh, essentially they were assuming that people were trying to break into businesses and right. trying to loot and rob and so these these several individuals had approached them right. essentially and they got into a little altercation there's right. like misinformation regarding the exact specifics because obviously there's a side that we don't. Right. You don't see, obviously, because those people died, you know, but right. from his side, he said that they were threatening him. And so he had to protect himself and he shot five. You know, he shot the shots that he shot. Right. Um, but. So just a lot of it's to me, there was just a lot of misinformation being spread about that situation. I don't even know if we yeah. have enough footage that shows everything like what happened before, what happened after. It, it just sounds like a very like like just a small amount has been said about what actually occurred that night. But to me, the the, the red flags for me was just 17 year old rifle. And then neighborhood watch. I, to me, it just sounded crazy, you know. So like right. he, like you said, he killed two people, and then also sh uh, another shooting that occurred in Kenosha, Wisconsin. Mm -hmm. um, and then he was acquitted on everything. And it's like, yeah. like it's I'm just trying to think about the fact that like one, like if, like I said, similar to the insurrection, if we flip the race, is there any chance that that? No black boy would have received the same type of no. clearing of his name we know that wouldn't be the case and we know in the criminalization of the court like he received you know at least a million dollars from donors and sponsors from all over the country i mean right. that in itself when we talk about you know facing certain charges you got to have someone to represent you that you got to put bread into and a lot of right. times oftentimes we have you know local defenders people community defenders that come and take on cases for people of color because obviously you don't have the financial resources and that affects the trajectory and outcome of many of these criminal cases and in his exactly. case it was very politicized there are a lot of people backing him donors that you know common celebrities that we see and know they right. funneled money to him to ensure that he's acquitted of his charges right. and it obviously truly worked out in his favor but like you said in what world does why like i never understand like why 
what is the purpose of having a rifle? Like, I don't understand why do people need a right unless you in the armed forces doing guerrilla warfare exactly. or something like that or hunting, you know what I'm saying? And even that, sometimes I get a little frustrated with that. I mean, I don't but, even like hunting, like, but at least right. it would make sense as to why you're carrying right. a rifle. Like, you know, right. like, like what? Just have a regular handgun. Like, what is right. the purpose of like you going above and beyond having that? You know what I mean? Right. And then the thing, the travesty behind it and the, that's so distasteful with this kid is that he goes on all of these interviews and he He's just smiling, laughing, like, bro, you literally right. took two people's lives. Like, right. that is not a, it's serious, you know, at right. the end of the day. Whether you protected yourself or not, people lost their lives off of that. And that's not something to be celebrated, you know that's what I mean? That's so true. And then, like, LeBron came out and, you know, was, you know, kind of against everything with him in the trial. And he was like, LeBron's not my favorite basketball player no more. Kind of like, bro, like, be quiet. Like, <laughs> No one care. He don't care, bro. Like <laughs> he's he sobbing. Like I don't like the Lakers. Like bro, crazy. It's, like thinks, but, bro, it's crazy, he son. It's exactly. He, he, he thinks it's a game, and that's why I'm just like the whole thing makes no sense. He should to me not yeah. like I don't know if I would have charged him with every single thing that I would have charged him with, but I, he definitely should have received some kind of charges. Like yes, I can At understand seventeen year old boy frontal lobe not fully developed. Yes, I can understand those <laughs> right. medical because as people who's in the medical field, we can understand right. that yes, this is a minor. I get that. Like right. don't right. think his entire life has to be wasted. I'm not saying that, but I think the fact that he had no accountability taken for this is just plain wrong. You know, and right. I, I don't agree with that. Um, and it's disappointing that it happened that way. But Kyle Rittenhouse is just like a small, a small blip compared to the right. nonsense that we experienced Oof. when it comes to black death. Um, and we know with yeah, the George Floyd death, what happened with that, right? Like it was a whole movement when George Floyd whole died. Movement. Like everything changed. Everything changed. Like the mm -hmm. like the way every single day was protests being televised like public figures coming out and speaking out up against this tragedy like this is the first time that they oh my gosh like the first mm -hmm. time i really knew that black black bodies are really just being endangered out here like no it's right. really a thing and right. it, it really yeah black squares on instagram That's like it a was fact. a whole like social media movement we went hard <laughs> television right. movement black out <laughs> like right. everything changed and you know our main culprit the main guy that we were trying to hold accountable for this you know being Derek chauvin right. um thank god was found guilty on all three charges in relation to his death and so i'm so grateful that we were able to finally get justice for something as monumental as this i mean I, it would have been so disappointing if george floyd did not get the justice he deserved because we know right. like we were there we like we were we saw it happening right before our eyes when we first saw the first like cnn mm -hmm. like tele like televised oh my gosh mm -hmm. like this guy was beaten brutally right. in the street and then now everybody coming out and talking about like like this happens like how, who was there like who was involved in this and like all these questions came out and so i'm just grateful that it wasn't a rodney king situation where yep. no one gets justice i'm glad that we we saw justice right i mean just it then that in itself that whole situation was traumatizing for me being a black man you know mm -hmm. brunswick georgia where you know ahmaud Arbery died it's a couple mm -hmm. hours away from me and when that situation happened it was like yo even me walking outside right here in front of my in my neighborhood in north cross that could happen to me you know what i mean right it, it could be any black man in that same situation and no matter what you could be a physician you could be a salesperson people in those scenarios they look at one thing they look at your, the color of your skin and they automatically deduce that you right. are in, inferior to them and from that they automatically deduce that they could like you mentioned harm black and brown bodies right. and this is not the first time that this ha has happened think of the countless cases that have been silenced 
and have right. been voiced. Think right. of Emmett too. Think of the the I forgot his name, but in the nineteen forties or fifties, there was a fourteen year old that was falsely, you know, uh, put to death in I mm. believe South Carolina. You know, he was right. electrocuted to death. Right. So there's and those are the ones that we know about, right? Right. But today in this instance, seeing that this this trial went on and we saw the ramifications of it, and there was a positive outcome. And it's crazy to say that it's it it honestly surprised me because I thought they was gonna get away with this. And right. here saying. in 2021, it's crazy to feel like we have an equal justice system when obviously when we talked about Kyle Rittenhouse, the, the justice system does not play fair, right? Right. It's, there, there, there are some challenges and persistent um unfortunate events that surround the justice system especially right. as it pertains to black and brown bodies and Ahmaud Arbery he could have been here still today with us accomplishing other things you know what I'm saying right. like even and people always want to bring up all like his history and all that this guy was a human living being this guy was a son you know what I'm saying like he was a cousin yeah. nephew this this he was somebody that meant right. some something to somebody, somebody else you, you right. feel me that was somebody's baby that was taken away. And so right. I'm happy. And I hope that this sets a precedence in the future. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. If you go after and kill somebody, right, mm -hmm. and you do it in an illegal manner, you will be charged. Period. No matter. It Period. doesn't matter. Justice will me? be served for just whoever thinks that they can get away with it. And that's just that on that. And I, I think that, um, we, like you said, it's important to like think about the other people who were also killed around the same time who didn't receive the same justice, Breonna Taylor still never got a justice. And that speaks to, of course, Crazy. the way that black women are like yeah. not even seen sometimes as like of yeah. like a, a, a valid, like human being in society who also right. deserves like to receive justice and also deserves respect and all of these things. And she didn't get a justice, unfortunately, right. but you know, we still, we did our best to still give her, 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 um, her, uh, I guess, visibility and making Definitely. sure that her death was also, seen as wrong and we know right. that the ramifications that happened for her was not fair compared not to the no. fact that george floyd got his you know justice she deserved her justice too and i think it's right. sad that she didn't get it but like i said like what you said you know it, this the system doesn't play fair it, everybody right. doesn't get justice it doesn't happen to everybody and i think right. this is just a more of a motivation for us to continue to push through and make sure that whoever is like wrongfully killed right like let's make sure that we do a thorough investigation and know that they should be held accountable whoever killed them and whichever right. manner this woman was killed in her home sleeping on a couch right. how do we how how has she not received right. her like how you know like, right. all i can think of is just that she's a black woman that's literally all i can think of the reason why no one cared about her situation but right. i still care even if the media doesn't talk about her anymore right. i still care and i'll right. still always bring it up anytime it comes right. into conversation because i think it's horrible that that happened right and i'm glad that you're bringing that up because again you know so many people stories are silenced and then we move about our life and we we forget there are there are families behind these situations that have to sit back and face this on a daily daily basis like where's right. my baby like where's my mom at you know what i mean like right. this is something that's critically missing in in their life and the trauma that they deal with is something that's unspoken of right right we, we go about our lives not worrying about that as of right now but they every day have to relive have to that moment about it. Exactly. and think about it and relish in that even when they don't want to Right. And so, you know, it, it is our duty and our job, even being future physicians, to continue to advocate and utilize our platform to talk right. about this. Like you mentioned, like I'm always going to talk about Breonna Taylor. I'm always going to talk about George Floyd. I'm always yeah. going to talk about Ahmaud Arbery because these are the spaces that are critical to uplift right. and propel these topics to the place where we won't have to deal with this anymore, where we right. won't have to question our justice system, where we don't have to 
feel traumatized that this could be us, right? Or right. that this could be our sister or our loved one walking down the block in the Bronx or walking down the block in Minnesota. You know what I mean? Right. So uh, with that being said, you know, I think it's oftentimes, you know, we, 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 we are at a place where the discourse has to continue to evolve and oh, we can't relinquish any of this to to the powers that be is it's truly in our hands you know it's to in take our hands back, you know it's I mean? in our hands exactly so, and, and go ahead oh, Aldia. no 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 it's all good go but, yeah. <laughs> 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 we have yes but you know unfortunately you know we talked about you know negative circumstances regarding you know Derek Chauvin but we also right. need to discuss what's going on with our children you know our children mm-hmm. aren't being safe I mean, mm-hmm. I recently saw in, I believe it was Connecticut, that there was somebody did a spam or a prank, you know, stating that they were going to go and shoot in the schools in Connecticut. Mm-hmm. And and now we see, you know, prior to that, you know, the Oxford High School shooting, you know what I mean? Yeah. That just happened a couple of weeks ago, you know, where, right. where, and in 2021, there were at least 149 incidents of gunfire on school grounds, you know, mm-hmm. and the Oxford High School shooting was one of those incidents where a kid, you know what I'm saying, and their parents were in full support of this kid having a gun and them even yeah. realizing that he had the gun and them oh, even realizing they, that they, he had they, plans. They, they knew he had the gun because they bought yeah. him the gun for right. Christmas. Right. They you can't. The, they got him the gun for Christmas. And his mom yeah. is texting him like yeah. he got in trouble for the for for saying like he'll whatever he was going to do and plan. Yeah. And his mom's like, LOL, they, you should keep that to yourself. Don't like, why is that a LOL? And now you have several children that just lost their lives. You know what I mean? Like how, like, it's just amazing. What, how do you people possess this ment- mental ridiculous. state and capacity? I think the parents were sicker than the child, to be they honest with be you. Sick. Because what? And you know, the tr- the parents got charged too for involuntary yep. manslaughter. Yeah, they should. Because how do you, you bought the ki- you bought the gun for your kid, one. Right. Then two, the, the teacher showed you that he was writing some type of drawings, like right. saying blood everywhere, like laughing emojis, all these things. And the right. parents said that, oh, we don't want him to remove from the school though. Like it's fine. Right. What right. is what's wrong with you? Like, are right. you okay? Because your kid is literally admitting to the fact that he wants to commit a school shooting. You're aware as parents, and you did nothing. And then the school too right. was. What were they doing? Because they had pr- not prior knowledge. They had knowledge. They, they, right. They, they brought Take that it up. kid out. Exactly. Take it out. Like if any threats or any kind of nonsense going on, or any thoughts, like any pervasive kind of manifestations of whatever he's doing right. or actions, immediately like get on that. You know what I mean? Because it. it's critical. It's the it's the difference between life and death. You know, I feel right. oftentimes schools they just same thing with bullying. You know, they just don't acknowledge it. You know? Right? And they're like, yo. He's just joking. Nothing's going to really happen no, until ridiculous. it actually happens. Until it, and it happened. It, everything, like all the major things occurred within the span of a day. Because right. the teacher saw the drawing. The teacher yep. brought it to the administration, brought the kid in right. the, and, and told the parents. The parents said, oh, no, it's good. Like, it's fine. Right. This boy had his backpack like on him. The gun apparently was in the backpack. Nobody knew. They didn't even search the backpack. Like, what kind of th- like what kind of school is this that there's no no thorough like investigation being done when you are brought to the intention that a kid right. might have ill intentions towards you know ill intentions towards the school like what like what i i like i said <laughs> once again if this was a black kid could he have even gotten away with the first step could, no. like and huh like it, it's so frustrating to know that this was a completely preventable shoot like like when you think about it most shootings right. the only difference is that most shootings usually are not that preventable because people had no clue that the kid but this was so it's preventable. very preventable you had all right. the evidence in the world like right. what right I, oh my god and now they have all those deaths on their hands you know those you know young children you know right um, it's just 
it's just a disaster overall. And it just, you know, beckons the question, you know, about our school system, like, are our children truly safe? You know, like, right. I can imagine being a parent right now. It's like, should I send my child to school? I mean, it might be, you know, it's really randomized because this, these, like you said, these things just happen. You know what I mean? And right. it's, and oftentimes they're not, they're preventable. Oftentimes they just happen in situations where people just one day just go off and they feel exactly. like they got to do what they got to do, unfortunately. Exactly. And people are victims of that. So, um, there's a lot to be said about that in that arena. I think, you know, from the political perspective and gun gun control, gun laws and all that, that's another topic, but there's a, we, we need to continue to work on that. You know, our children deserve to be safe. If anyone else in the country, our children, exactly. first and foremost, my child exactly. shouldn't be scared to go learn and educate in a system where I'm paying taxes for them to be safe. Right. I'm paying for police. I'm paying for them to learn. I'm paying for them to be in situations that will empower them. You know what I'm saying? Right. You know what I'm saying? So. No, that's so true. And uh, it's unfortunate. I mean, rest in peace to all those who lost their life in that 100%. high school shooting, because that's so disappointing. Like, I cannot believe that parents like who are trusting in ad- adult figures to right. protect their children couldn't even have that you know, it, it, it couldn't, it couldn't even be, it wasn't held up on their end. Like you right. do your part, you drop your kid off at school, make sure they get there on time. You pay your taxes. Like you said, you do your part and right. somehow the school completely just fumbled on their part. And that's just right. so disappointing. So rest in peace to all those who lost their lives um, in that, in that shooting. Um, but you know, ending out this episode and making sure we wrap it up on a good note, because we, we've talked a lot about good things, yeah. like crazy things. Um, but you know, I think it, it's always good to like, remember those in 2021 who lost their lives, who really meant a lot to us in the society. And so, uh, we have to shout out all the big icons who passed away this year. Um, there's a couple names, but you know, I'll, I'll just run down the list. And if any, you know, if either you and I want to say our own little piece in terms of how we uh, felt connected to these figures, I mean, feel free Aldi, right. uh, but yeah, just going down the list, we got Larry King who passed away on January 23rd. Um, it apparently was from a complication of Seth's sepsis due to COVID and Larry King to me is like that's my childhood he's a guru. yeah right. like that's my that childhood. is us <laughs> that is where we gonna be at you know right. what I'm saying in the future yeah. I remember like my mom used to always watch his interviews watch his show Larry King live at 10 p.m. on TNN I would just mm-hmm. sit there and like watch him like do his magic you know he's yeah. a phenomenal host he's a phenomenal interviewer and you know, shout out to him and all the things he's accomplished in his life. You know, he lived a long life too. A long, I mean, long in the life. 90s. Yeah, no. Yeah. Rest in peace to a great guy because he 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 lived a great full life. Uh, Cecily Tyson, I loved her. Like beautiful, beautiful dark skinned black woman. Oh. Like, people like her just make Queen. me want to. Yeah, people like her just make me want to keep yeah. going because I'm like, listen, if she was able to be such a powerful figure all the way back then, and she died like uh, like just like Larry King in the nineties, uh, yeah, late in, age. In late age, and like she just did so much. So, you know, rest in peace to her award winning film, television stage actress and she's just great so rest in peace to cecily still um, acting and mm-hmm. she was still acting too. She was still you know acting. Yeah. Still outside and active. You know what I mean? Right. I know this is a big guy for you, a DMX, uh, Aldwin. You know, her, 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 her. DMX. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely, you know, yeah. one of the childhood greats, you know, grew up on DMX. You know, he, you know, it was just unfortunate, you know, with the, the cocaine induced heart attack. He passed away on April 9th, 2021. Right. And for so many people, again, in my neighborhood, you know, we always used to be bumping DMX going down the street. You know, like pulling up on a block and everything. Right. And even like so many of his songs, he did a lot of the songs, the videos in the Bronx, too. So I like was watching it and reminiscing 
of right. you know who he was and and also DMX did so much for other people outside of himself that people don't right. even know like no, he was paying people's tuitions like he was sending you know kids to school he was right. doing like giveaways backpacks he was supporting up and coming artists right. you know what I mean and we did talk about this in the past but that's that led to a lot of the demons that he faced right you know what I mean. So uh, shout out to DMX, man. You know, the, the dog will live, live forever on. You know I mean? Right. No, shout out to DMX. And also we got a shout out Bismarcky. I'm not too familiar with him, but, you know, he died on July 16th following complications from diabetes. So, you know, this is also awareness for diabetes. You know, that is a yep. chronic disease that a lot of black Americans, you know, deal with in our country. And so um, this mm-hmm. is it's definitely also awareness to those who are struggling with uh, diabetes. You know, we hope you guys do your best to stay healthy and, and you know, everything like that but you know rest in peace to biz as well um rest in peace to colin powell another guy who's like that's like my childhood you know like he was the first black secretary of state he died also at a really good age 84 um but unfortunately was due to complications of COVID 19 so maybe you could have some more years in him but still lived a full great life and he he was just a he was very powerful figure you know i always used to hear about colin so rest in peace to him he was directly from the bronx too raised Mm -hmm. born and raised you know not too far from where uh, my mom currently lives at so just hearing you know someone that represent our community and lived the standard that so many people fathom and tried to accomplish and he was able to manifest that especially in an era where many black men did not reach those levels of right. professional accomplishment in the military, you know, right. coming forward, star general and rise through the ranks. I had a chance to read one of his autobiographies a couple of years back and just mm-hmm. seeing, you know, s- some of the you know unfortunate things that he encountered. But mm-hmm. he still persevered. You know, um, it, it's really a, a very telling story of what right. you could do if you put your mind to it. You know what I mean? Right. No, literally. Yeah. So rest in peace, Colin. Um, and also rest in peace to Greg Leakes, who is the husband of Nene Leakes. You know, I definitely know Nene and that's like <laughs> somebody who was definitely like a, she's a great figure. Um, and so condolences to her losing her husband, you know, due to a battle with colon cancer right. and, you know, prayers out to her, but uh, rest in peace to Greg. She already uh, moved on to somebody else apparently. So uh, really? Uh, oh my gosh. Uh, I missed that part. Oh man. I she already that posted part. that man. She posted that man already yeah i ain't trying to be shady but you know i'm just saying that's what that's what happened you know i mean i I let people live their life you know what i'm saying i ain't judging him but i'm just saying you know Apparently, he had given her, you know, the, his best his wishes blessing. to move forward right. yeah. to do what she got to do. You know what I mean? I'm sure, I'm sure she loved him and all of that. But, you of know, course. everyone everyone handles, you know, uh, grieving differently, right? So maybe Definitely. for her, that you know, that's her way of yeah moving on. Um, but, yeah. yeah, rest in peace, Greg. And rest right. in peace to young Dolph. I yep. also not a figure. I'm not a like I'm not super. I didn't really like read too much up on young Dolph or at least I don't know that much about him but I, I think yeah. Alden you've mentioned him a couple times before in some of the, our episodes right he's a is, that's he's a rapper uh, and he, yeah and he, he's a hip-hop artist you know uh, from Memphis and he's you mm-hmm. know been in the game for years and years you know connected with people you know like Jeezy you know people mm-hmm. like all over all over the, the hip-hop world and although he's not like a you would say like an A-list like rapper he is mm-hmm. particularly known in that area you know in the um in in the Memphis, you know, Jackson area, Jackson, Mississippi area, you know, a lot of people really rock with them. He he was kind of like the biggie to them. You know what biggie was to like New York mm. City and Tupac to you know West Coast. Right. But Memphis, that's what he really represented. And he was really active in his community. Unfortunately, you know, 
he he died. You know, he was shot and killed in front of a cookie store while oh purchasing gosh. cookies for his mom. And he was getting ready to do a, a, a turkey giveaway for Thanksgiving. So it's crazy. Right. I had a conversation with one of my mentors' husbands the other day. And I was right. telling him, like, I'm going to go back to my hood and give back. But it's like the hood don't love you. You know what I mean? Like, you go in and give back. And it's like you kind of, you know, putting yourself in a very you know, uh, precocious position, you know, oftentimes. Mm. So, I mean, that's not a discussion to have, but thinking about that and his particular situation. And that's why oftentimes we don't see a lot of our, you know, celebrities and people who have the will to change be in the communities directly right. because, you know, it's really threatening to their livelihood. You know, It's I mean? unfortunate that um, he got murdered at such a young age, you know, at 36. Yeah. Um, so Crazy. really rest in peace to him. And apparently he also, like you said, he did a lot of work in his community. He was always giving back. So mm -hmm. that's always something to be respected. And so, you know, rest in peace, young Dolph. Um, mm -hmm. And moving on um, to our last icon, uh, rest in peace to Virgil Abloh. So apparently mm -hmm. this was the artistic director of Louis Vuitton menswear and the founder of Off-White. And so mm -hmm. he died at 41. So also at a young age due to a mm -hmm. long battle with actually a rare aggressive form of uh cancer known as cardiac angiosarcoma so that's you know uh, that's unfortunate to hear but to be like in such a big position like working with louis vuitton that's definitely like admirable and so rest in peace to virgil and, and you know thank we thank you for the service that you provided with your time here on this earth yeah um, that, I, yeah shout out to him you know what i mean uh kanye west and pharrell they actually hosted a event a music event a musical hearing for on, mm -hmm. on behalf of virgil right and some of his accomplishments and he was really well known in the fashion industry but also in the music industry as well so right um it's just unfortunate you hear you know so many especially of our black men and women just dying of devastating diseases you know black panther you know chadwick boseman similar yeah. kind of situations where they're just young but they accomplished so much in their lifetime right. and have given and produced and inspired so many people and so their legacy continues to live on but Period. with that being said you know Speaking of legacy, we got a legacy that we're going to manifest in 2022. <laughs> you hear yeah. me? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, there's some of the things that y'all got to look forward to in 2022. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. We got this new segment that's pulling up called Consults, you know, where we're going to answer your most burning questions. Bring it, bring it, bring it back. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So make sure y'all hit us up. Any questions y'all got, you know, we're going to keep it 100 and transparent. You know mm -hmm. what I mean? And then we also excited to be exploring other forms of media where we could use uh, we can that we can use to deliver content to you. So be on the lookout for that. You know, we got a lot in the works. Be patient. <laughs> you know, what I mean, it's coming around. You know, what I mean, mm -hmm. and then we're going to be partnering with other branches of the SNMA to give you relevant content at every step of the medical journey. So whether you're pre-med, medical student, resident, attendant, you know, what I'm saying like we're going to empower you to have the resources to be as successful as you want to be. You know what I mean? Because we all about here on the podcast, success, success, success. Period. Yeah. And that is our show. Thank you guys so much for joining us for this episode of The Lounge. Let us know your thoughts about the discussions we had today or ask us a question for a chance to be featured on consults by emailing us at podcast at snma.org. Year, be sure to follow us. Follow SNMA on all our social media platforms to stay up to date on upcoming events. So you can search us. It's not that hard. You know what I'm saying? Look it up. We're on Twitter. We're on IG. We're on Facebook. Make sure you follow us. Stay up to up to date on all the events. Amex pulling up. It's so much going on that y'all got to get geared and dedicated to because SNMA, we're on the up and up. You know what I mean? Okay, so. older than let's do this together. Let's do it together. Yeah. Three, two. two. One, One happy, Merry, 20, happy 20, 2022. 2022. See y'all the next. next.
yeah. <laughs> All right, guys. We'll see you guys next episode. We holler at y'all. Love y'all. Peace.